what's going on, everybody? Jesse James, Average Idiot, Eastern Kentucky's only AI-powered podcast slash vlogs. We do lawn care, landscaping, pressure washing, house washing. We do it all. We just talk about life, talk about a little bit of everything. We drink coffee through a straw. Why? Why are you drinking? Why are you drinking coffee through a straw? Well, I will tell you. I will tell you why I'm drinking coffee through a straw because it bypasses the blood brain barrier going straight to the dome. A friend of mine, Jeremiah Bannister, taught me that science. It's a scientifically proven coffee through a straw bypass blood brain barrier. Scientifically proven. So, with that, we're going to let our coffee keep us energized for this perfectly awesome interview. This is like a part two interview. I did, we did it a couple weeks ago. I think I had the COVID or something, but it's okay because I'm a welder, so it's probably cancer. No, I'm just joking. But I was sick. I didn't feel good. <laughs> Runny nose. Had some major issues. The podcast did not turn out good on my part. Camera kept falling. Kid kept getting in the way. The dog was barking. I sounded like a country song. It was all bad. So with that, I appreciate you guys. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit all the buttons. You guys know Mr. Jim from... Uh, Indigo Home Services, but he still has a channel, the Dirty Lawn Thug. He's out there. Uh, he's in your comment section. If he makes a video about you, it's usually a good thing or a really, really bad thing. So keep your game tight, son. Hey, welcome to the channel, Mr. Jim. I appreciate you coming back on a second time. Uh, I know it's aggravating, but I did not What's like happening? the first, first one we did. That's all right, man. It's like, you know, when we're filming videos for YouTube or, you know, any kind of social media, how many retakes do you actually do? Because like, that's not right, you know? Or, yeah, so, something, you know, something's not right here. This don't yeah. feel good. This don't feel right yet. And that's just what it was. I was sitting in there, sitting in the truck, and I was just like, uh, you know what it was. As soon as it go, go on, I hear my phone go on. That's that's that guy that uh, the landscape project I wanted to do. Speaking of which, he... T- I don't know about it now. I'm getting kind of aggravated because his, his wife picked up some uh, gardenias, which or what I can't exactly know how they say them, but they they're bushy. They get the white petals and they get white and stuff. They're pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I said, OK, cool. Are you going to do this landscape or do you want me to do it? And he's good question like, for him. Yeah, you because know, I'm fine with it. And, you know, maybe and this is probably even leading into because I really didn't want the project. I, I, I want to do the project. Um, is it going inter- to, I'm not going to allow it to interfere with my, a, my job, uh, be my, my, being a parent and, and a good, uh, spouse, but, um, also my washing business. Cause I want to focus mostly on washing, but I, I need the kind of need the money kind of want to do the work while well, I want the video. I want the money. So now that he did that, I've kind of like, it kind of not ignored him, but kind of taken a step back because you know, Hey, I've been busy and it's just, I don't know. What do you think about that? Have you ever had someone just like, buying plants and then wanting you to like implement plants. Cause I get it. That's fine. Usually what I will do is if people start buying plants, I'll back off just like you did. Um, right. And that's what I've just naturally done because it, number one, see where they sit, ask questions like you did, but. Um, you know, super nice I, about it. It might've sounded abrasive, but it was like, you know, super nice. I, I don't, I don't want to put plants in the ground that somebody else bought. Because um, right, I lose one. my money that way. That's where. Well, you lose money, but also if something starts going wrong, oh, they're going to yeah. blame you one way or the other. You know, well, Jesse put them in the ground. You know, they were perfectly fine until they went in the ground. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If they were at Home Depot, they might not have been watered for two weeks. They were going to, you know, they're on their way out no matter what you did. And uh, I just, I will not. And there's a lot of people, well, I'll buy their plants. You put it in. It's, you're not saving any money, number one. Right. Number two, no. Right. Yeah. See, and I think that's kind of maybe where they're wanting to go. And 
you know, from where I'm at and where I want to go, okay, if they wanted to do some something like that, if I didn't have to guarantee anything, if I don't know, I can see, but I, I that's not how I want to do it because I don't want to just work and put stuff in the ground. The idea is I want to learn how to design something and do the whole process. It's kind of hard for me to learn what, because there's going to be, if I keep hitting with little landscape installs, there's going to be times where I buy the wrong something and it doesn't go right. Now, I'm going to make mistakes, you know, but it's kind of like, if I don't have that kind of stress and that kind of pressure of having to get it right and they're just buying it, all I'm doing is showing up with a shovel. I don't know. It just feels like I'm mowing grass at that point. I'm not designing anything. Does that make well, sense? Th and that's what, yeah, it makes you feel like you're just, you're just their labor guy. You're yeah, not now, doing I, I totally creative. lost my, once they sent that, I've kind of totally lost, and I had, didn't even read it. He literally just texted me, so I haven't even read it, what he's trying to do. I'm sure it's something like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a day or so. We still going to, because I work with a guy. Uh, you know, we still want to, you know, blah, blah, blah. My work week starts tomorrow. I'm sure it's something similar along that. If you want to get a hold of my wife or whatever, something. Right. I'm sure it's something simple. Kind of want to touch base. And it's like, I don't, I just don't know. You know, I think I could rather, I, I think I can spend my time elsewhere. Why? Because they still need their house washed, but I don't know if it's a pack. I don't know. They know that I want to wash their house and they want to get the landscape. I only want to, I only want to wash their house because they, they said they need it and they're willing to pay, but I'm not going to be held up. It's something I'm not going right. to be held up by. I've been held up by the people like this before. And it was like, ah, I'll, I'll tell you this. Right Usually there. nine times out of 10, if you get a weird feeling about somebody, you're right. Right. I totally agree because, well, let's use this kind of going in our first topic and let's clients are not your friends. Okay. No. This is something that I struggled with for the longest time to where everybody has a sad sap story, especially when you're starting out in business or everybody wants a good deal. Everybody wants to, you know, whatever, but Hey, take that shit up the road because I mean, this is, that's the way it is. But I, I can't, Ooh, it's easy. It's easy. You don't just shut up. Yeah, I know. I know if anybody watching my YouTube channel, y'all have seen me mow hours at a time for next to nothing. We're talking 50 bucks and thinking I'm getting a good deal. Or doing a project and at the end of the project being like, well, uh, since if, if I didn't, I've struggled before not setting prices and then be like, well, I, I thought we was going to be around this much. Uh, uh. Then it's like, well, what do you think the jobs were? Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, hell, hell yeah. no, hell no. So and in doing that, the only, the only place for you to go and price is down. Yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> there's no room. There's no room for any kind of like whatever. It's like, to, well, real quick before I interject, well, I, before I am, well, I'm, I'm going to interject because I'm going to clean a ceiling. like a. It's in like a mudroom, sunroom type thing. And they mm -hmm. asked, I said, hey, I don't really do it. It's kind of detail work. And they said, yeah, whatever. You know, it's small room. It's a vinyl ceiling. So I want to, I'm just going to get, you know, just use the same thing, but on a sponge, not with the pressure. It's going to take me some time, but a small little room charging 200 bucks. I'm going to be in and out of there, you know, pretty quick. And they were hesitant. That's how I knew my price was, my price was right. Cause they right. said, uh, well, and it's not, I mean, I would never pay someone 200 bucks to clean this little room, but I'm gonna do it. You know, it is what it is. I don't want to do it. So this is kind of little lessons that I'm learning. This is my second go around in business to where I'm kind of being a little more picky before I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, what, what do you think? I don't know, 100, 100 bucks, 50 bucks. You know, somewhere I would have let them kind of put the ball in my, in, in my court and I would have, I'd have felt pressured and I'd have been there all day working for nothing, thinking that I'm trying to make these people happy because at the end right. of the day, me and these clients are friends. We're friendly. I know their dog. I know their kids. And that's, that's a term we kind of hear in the YouTube mowing land or in the YouTube, you know, 
you know, I'm kind of, you know, we know these guys are kind of friendly with, you know, their dog and, you know, we're friends. Like, no, we're not friends. You know, it's business. Yeah. There's two different, there's two different things. Now that said, that doesn't mean I might give them a lesser price, but whatever I say is firm. Right. (laughs) There's no, I mean, you know, I might do a, you know, like a pressure washing job. I'm, I might do a $700 job for 625 or 650. I'm not right. going to do it for 200 or, you know, or something stupid, but right. There's something different between uh, customer appreciation and uh, rewarding someone, if you will, uh, a good, a good client or a good customer throwing something in. Cause you, you like the personality, like your attitude, but just be careful when you talk about, you know, being friends with clients, cause they will abuse you every single time. Every yeah. time. And, and, and sometimes not even meaning to, you know, it just happens They they come to expect something and, you know, it, it gets, it, it's like a weird dating relationship. You know, you got to keep shit in check. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. And because like, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a really good point. When you talk about people wanting you really to, are like dating a, them in a business sense, in a, in a bit, in a business sense you are because, well, everybody expects something. Everybody wants a cheaper, I don't want to say cheaper rate, but when you, when you get to know them, when you get to know someone like, well, I don't know if you met this guy down the road, big burly guy, never talked to before your first, your first natural instincts are going to be the fight flight or, you know, whatever response natural. So you're going to be guarded. If it's a bigger guy, tattoos, bearded, has a old, you know, pan head or something, or just, he just looks apart to where you're like, man, this is kind of a bad guy. I'm going to put my guard up. You know, so we all have like our presupposition using a theological term. So like our presupposition, uh, presuppositional like thoughts on somebody until you get to know them. So you like once you get to know someone, you'd be like, yeah, hey, this landscaper is pretty nice guy. Um, and he seems to have a weak spot for X, Y and Z. We all do natural sales tech techniques and different ways. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's natural for people to sell and you're being sold no matter what. If, if someone is asking you to put something in for free or kind of like just throw their little walkway in because it's small, it's fast, it's easy, you're already there. I'm a nice guy. You're a nice guy. Let's be nice guys and you do work for me for free. And it's like, no. And that's the hard part is saying, no, I'm not going to do that, bro. Like, it's not going to happen. For some reason, that's for some people, that's the hardest word for them to say. I struggle with it. I, st- I struggle with it still today. I'm, I would almost rather just ignore my phone calls. And I, I would... And it's not good. That's not what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And, and I get it. I mean, everybody can get into that situation or have times, you know, it's, it's like you'd rather ignore something than say, yeah. No. Yeah. That's definitely, that's definitely true. When you were younger in business, because we talked about your story before and I'll link it right here over there somewhere. You'll there's a little box. Maybe if not look in the description below where our previous interview, I was like two years ago, we talked about your whole story, your background, all that good stuff. Um, when you were kind of starting out and you were a younger guy and you were getting out from under your dad's business and you're just kind of doing your own thing, you got tired of being, how do I say you got tired of like, just being a worker for somebody else. want to do your own thing. Did yeah. you ever fall into a trap of like, you know, some clients kind of just got over on you. Some clients that did just had some power over you that were. Oh, I can give you a good instance of one. Um, this is, this is the number one rule that I set you know, when you feel like you've been burned or something. And fortunately, I've, I've only had one time that turned in, could almost turned into a really bad burn, but we'll get into that in, into a minute. But, um, um, but yeah, real estate agents. 
Mm. Make sure you set yourself up for you are ready to say no, no matter what, because they will feed you a lot of shit. Right. I'll bring you so much work if you just do this for this price and, and, and house flippers and, and, um, um, and the like, you know, people like that and interior decorators, you know, oh, I just, we're doing landscaping on this project too. And we just wondered if you could, we'll feed you so many jobs. Oh. I heard that one time I fell for it one time and I was like, never again, you're full of shit. Like, and I kind of knew it before I jumped into it, but she was cute and all this shit, you know, and, and I was just like, I'm never doing this again because I'll tell them you're, you're going to pay them if you want me. And if you want something worth being done, you're going to pay me and you're going to pay me very well. You're right. going to pay my asking price. And if you give in five, six jobs down the road, if you're still calling me, now we'll talk some bulk pricing. I'll start, I'll give you a little discount. But until you've given me a track record, I'm not giving you a damn break on anything. That's a that's a really good point. Um, I think your camera cable or something might have came loose. It's kind of like got a little buzzy sound. Do you hear that? Mm, I don't hear it. Mm, I don't know. Let me try something real quick. Maybe I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I muted your mic. It, maybe it's just me, but can you hear? Can you hear me good? I can hear you just fine. Okay. Well, I don't know. I hear some little, like, weird little buzzy thing. I don't know. That's really weird. Oh, but... you know what? I wonder if it's the ceiling fan. I maybe. I doubt. Let it. me see. If, let me turn it down. See what happens. Yeah. But while while he's doing that, uh, that comes to mind, and I and I'll let him know here in a second. Um, a lot of I do see a lot of people get caught caught up into this this little thing if you do this then blah 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 blah. which reminds me i see stories and i hear people say all the time like oh i'm doing this work for this client i'm gonna cut them this deal and i'm gonna do this or i'm gonna clean this for them or i'm gonna, I'm gonna add this little bit of mulch in here over here because they're gonna let me put a yard sign up and they're also gonna tell the neighborhood about me and so it's kind of like a trade on marketing it's like well you could have added that anyway and still also put your like you could roll it in when you qualify your clients or qualify your customers. Like I, I think qualifying people is so overrated or a topic that no one really talks about in YouTube. Like yeah. these I never knew these topics and words until the second go around when I actually started paying attention to what people like you were telling me before. Like you you qualify all your people. Every time. It's even like when you qualify, like you never got nervous or built your confidence I'm, I'm but confidence comes with time and being able to say no and knowing who you want to go after finding your target demographic these certain qualifications come as you as you go somewhat you know what i mean like about what what do you think for the average new guy like how what's some advice you can just say like look i know it sucks but you got to do this to be able to to be able to qualify better or something like what's some major tips for a, for a newer guy just it, it's kind of hard to sum up in, in so many words but um i mean i do things i i just it's very non-confrontational to be honest with you i will ask things like you know what's the scope of the project what are your ideas what are your thoughts what is what's your budget um and you know if, if they just say well we just need a few shrubs around the house because we're going to put it on the market or, right. you know, or something. I, you know, I, I usually hard pass them right there on the phone. You know, it's like, I'm not your guy. Um, and if, 
and sometimes you can, you know, they'll come back. There's rebuttal. Well, but you know, you, you know, so and 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 so recommended you, and you know, you come highly recommended. But yeah, but I don't do that small work. Yeah, but you know, we just it's it's just a small yard, and it's real quick. It'll get done. Yeah, and 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 Michael and his guys, we all heard how well they do the work, and blah blah blah. And, and a lot of times, I, I'll just you know, I'll just say, look, do you have a fifty thousand dollar budget, you know, or something, right. sometimes something lower, but something up in that area? Oh no, oh sorry, sorry. Yeah, and you just didn't get there over, over overnight. That just didn't start happening. You you just didn't blow up your business to where you're at now. It took years, like. When I look around the average landscaper, average lawn care guy, even me up north, I was only in business for like two years. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. already in a different area. And I thought I was going to be stable in that area. I don't know what life brings. I don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, it's the stable. It's it's just being stable and consistent in business probably is the major. I'm sure you've seen landscapers come and go. I can't say how many. But I'll t- I will tell you this. And you hear this. You hear this more over in, in Wash World than you do in Lawnland on YouTube um, about marketing and about being present and, and letting everybody know what you do um, to get business and and let the right people know. You know, Ned down the street, you know, it, <laughs> he's not the guy that you need to be talking to necessarily. You know, you're right. hungry. You need to do some work in the beginning. But your focus, like if it's a rainy day. Um, you know, and there, you can't do any physical work or anything. You you need to be over in as close to, if not inside the million dollar neighborhoods as you possibly can be. Put flyers out, do whatever can, you can do without getting in trouble. Knock on a door. Go yeah. see a, if you see a custom home being built, stop, ask the contractor um, what's going on. That's another recommendation I have, though. Never do the work for the contractor. Find out who the owners are and, talk, and approach them directly. Um, but it, it's things like that. That's how when I started out, I I had employees within the first three months, um, starting from a John Deere lawnmower at two hundred dollars. Right. Um, that's that's yeah, and that's just the sweat off your brow. Then I, I was hustling. I was like, I'm going to make this work. This is going to be badass, and I'm gonna, and and there's no stopping me. And um, within a very short period of time. I, you know, I had over 40 accounts and rocking and rolling. And I never had much more than that because no, nobody was just, you know, lawn care. It's, I said off in the beginning and what other people say, have a plan. If all you want to do is cut grass, then by God, focus on going to cut grass. That might, I was the anti of that. I, I want the whole package. I want right. to do the fertilizing. I want to do the the insecticides, the, the pruning, any landscaping you need, the mulch, the mowing, the whatever. We wanted to be a whole package. And um, and so that that's the clientele I got. And that's a much, much higher ticket for and a much different neighborhood for people that are paying for that kind of stuff. Um, so I was fortunate to be able to hire some people really quick and, and, and take off. And lawn care didn't last long. It didn't last long at all. I, I started dropping it like that. Now you just started dropping it because a you recognized what was it because you a that you you enjoyed doing design and landscape work better because that was kind of like your background. That or was the original because, goal. 
so so that, that was kind of any so you probably looked at the numbers as well and said if i want to scale something i want to scale something with higher margins i assume or well it, it wasn't just that it was just I, look for me it, it in landscaping it, it, it is all about the art before it's about the business so if i'm not being satisfied artistically i don't want the work i don't care what it is right um and, and but lawn care there's a need for it uh there's instant cash flow and it's also a way to stay present in neighborhoods and in people's faces. And that's the only reason I started it that way is because that is the stepping stone. Um, you know, and, and I was very fortunate. I, I literally um, started and it, this is 1996. I was in multimillion dollar neighborhoods. Yeah. When a multimillion dollar house was a huge freaking deal. Um, you're, 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 way up there in life and and i also um had some clients from the guy that i was working for um because he owed me some money uh and was always giving me excuses that's when i just said you know what i was only working here to kind of figure out what the rest of the world was doing and what their pricing strategies were it's pretty much time for me to go and and i took some clients with me i said if you're not gonna pay me my money you're going to wish you did. And that was the last thing I ever said to him uh, for years. We've spoken since then, but um, I, I literally went to uh, his top 10 uh, clients and I stole them. Yeah. What's was, the best? And, and you know what that, you know, you know how much that paid me a month? Those 10 clients paid, was worth over $5,000 a month. Wow. So wow. Who lost? So did you did you steal them a by your only quality alone, or did you go in there and just be like, ah, I got a, you know, I got better rates, or like, did you go in there and like, lower I just prices I just reached it? out to them because I had all their phone numbers and stuff. I mean, I right. was in I was in charge of everything, dude, and um, I I called them up and said, look, I'm leaving. Um, I, I I'm not calling you to give you a discount on prices. I'm just letting you know that that I'm available in on my in my own world now. And everyone oh. so they, they they liked your personality if you will you're the one that dealt with yeah, them. I, I just i said uh, you know and i asked them all if I, you know and ask i i just said look i said i'll keep you at the same rate you know right. i wasn't offering any discounts i've Mark, never yeah. it, it's rare that i discount anything yeah. and if i and people know that so if i say hey man it's like um speaking of real estate agents here's here's one for you right here um I have a real estate agent that I've done a lot of work for now, especially house washes and stuff. Um, she's a Sotheby's real estate. So, you know, big money um, houses. And I guess about, I don't know, the sixth or seventh person had called me from her through her um, wanting some shit done. And it included some landscaping. And I was like, hmm. They're like, well, we heard that Mariah, you know, you, 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 you did somebody else's yard and we saw the pics and that's gorgeous. Right. And we want that too. And, um, and I could tell this guy was like a wheeler dealer kind of guy, you know, um, not in a bad way. He just, I could tell right off the rip. I, I can, I can read people's personalities pretty quick. I could tell that he was, he was going to be, you know, might be a, a negotiator type, which is fine. A challenge. Um, 
And but and I and I and I called Mariah and, I, and she goes, yeah, they he can be that way. I was like, okay. And uh, so I was on the fence about doing the landscaping because it's I'm in this. We talked about this in, in part one of this or, or whatever you want to call that. <laughs> right. And, and, and I might I might even afterwards for I don't know if Bridget anybody together. Gets, yeah if anybody just can't get enough of us then like <laughs> at the, at the end of this I'll probably tie it to it and then it'll be like a super duper long video but like. If someone just says, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they're done talking already. I just they're just so great at everything they do. I love them so I'll much. Throw this up, too. You're right. Yeah, uh, he. Uh, but anyway, I, I've been I'm at this area where it's either. Um, it, it's just gotten too busy to be just me. Um, yeah. And it was that way a little bit last year. And, I've you know, but it's I'm very picky about hiring. Yeah, that's what we talked. That's what we talked about. Let's get let's get back into that because you we talked about that a lot on the part one. There's a you got a you got a lot going on, and you've built and you've built another well going business. But you're not trying to be out here washing houses all by yourself all the time. You got another truck you need to start running, and it's like, what do you want to do in 10, 15, 20 years from now, or five years from now, or whenever? Like eventually, you're wanting to walk away. You're wanting to walk away. So yeah, like go back, go back into that and talk about a your, your property and everything you got going on your property and uh, finding your guy, quali- qualifying then the next guy you got coming up or m- maybe not or is it have you any well any, the, here's where there? here's where it all kind of kicked into gear actually is is this is this couple through this real estate agent um it, it's probably the first deal that I've given somebody in a while and it wasn't much of one um he was um I, I was on the fence about doing the job which is funny which is and it's in and of itself a rare place for me to like do a decent job or you know give a really 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 fair price I'm, I'm not the fair guy I'm the asshole and I'll tell clients that I'm the asshole if there's gonna be an asshole in the crowd I'll just say it's me now um because your yard's gonna look like I want it to or Right. You know, not that not it's that abrasive. Yes. But, you know, does it you know, do I take their their opinions and thoughts into consideration? Yes, because it's their yard. But you see what I'm saying. I, I know exactly. Yeah. But. um, I said shit on it. I Maybe this is the, maybe this is the block that I need to get me motivated more because I've just kind of been waiting for the right person to come along. Now, this kind of makes me taking these jobs makes me kind of forces me to just go find this person right. um yeah the, the, the perfect the guy is not Charles. out there he's waiting on no. you to right fi- put something out there for yeah 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 just like a and i'm okay. spoiled because the guys in charleston they they just know their shit and you know right. and and um yeah it ain't that easy. and i don't i don't really you know when it comes to labor pool and everything i don't know many people up here still you know so i've got to dig but anyway i thought I'll do this. And and so I, I told him, I said, okay, I'll give you a bid on the landscaping too. And it's not a whole thing. It's just, it's basically a cleanup is what it is. Um, and, and some mulch going being put down. And so I, I gave him his, I gave him his price kind of knowing what I thought I knew and Mariah kind of backing it up. <laughs> and so I went in a little heavier than I normally would and I'll be down, man. It was funny. He goes, well, you know, if you take $500 off that, we'll do it right now. I was like, good. I jacked you for 800. So I'm still 300 plus. <laughs> right. So you, yeah, you were just kind of throwing that out there and just kind of. 
That's awesome. I was like, I still got an extra three hundred dollars. But he's a real nice guy too. You know, it. Right. It's um. He he's like we're you know, but I. It, it bothers me sometimes when you can look up, you look at a place, and you're like, you're gonna sell, and you're looking around going two three million dollar house and you're right. you're gonna try to bust my balls for 500 bucks really right you know i mean but there are people that i've I literally over less than 100 bucks i've told them no and walked away over a yeah wow it's like no sorry yeah that's and and that's being uh well that that comes with a you know what you want you've qualified every people all the people you want because you know if you cave on this guy then what's to stop you from caving on the next guy and then the next guy the next thing you know you lost twenty thousand dollars that month you lost a hundred and twenty thousand dollars that year by just giving away free work or caving on a hundred dollars here five hundred here because you you know you want to keep your guys busy and that's kind of one thing that makes that makes me nervous about that's the danger zone right there that falling for i gotta keep my guys busy shit i gotta keep that's a danger zone yeah and i fell into that little trap and i and i wasn't having all my guys super legitimate it was paying cash but i cared about the people that i had working for roman the mexican guy i was working for my last business that guy was awesome but he had a big family he had a beautiful wife and he had another kid on the way and i have a kid and of course i had my other guys that were kind of like partnered up with me or whatever at the time and it was, it was so much so i was taking on any and everything and if someone said man i i'd be like oh it's okay hey we're here to compromise here to work you know this and i'd say stuff like you know what what can make you because i knew right when they bought to walk away and it's like oh my god i can't <laughs> you know i can't leave in that I, i'm never going to put myself in a situation like that again you know what i mean so it's terrible because usually anybody that i take the time to to bother to hire i i already care about them because that means that i like them enough to to want to be around them almost as much as i'm around my family right you see what i'm saying and right. so it's uh and, and like i said i since 96 i've bet i've fired less than five people wow but I've had yeah. people work for me for more than 10 years. Right. So, yeah. So you built a leadership. Uh, leadership is so important. And we talked about this on the, on the last one too, to where you want, I have, I had a boss before to where I swear, if he told me to run my head into the wall, it's, this is going to end good. Like this might seem like a bad idea. It's going to end good. I was like, okay, I guess my better judgment, you as a <laughs> boss. And I respect you. I like you. You never led me astray. I'm going to bust my head against this wall. See what happens. So right. like I've had a leader like that before. And I've also had a couple leaders, not like that. So that's what kind of stuck in my head too. Uh, I'm kind of just staying on the lean and mean uh, style, if you will, this go around, but that seems like the kind of guy that you, that, that you are. And if you kept a guy, if you kept certain people around for more than six months, obviously you're, you, you built that relationship and you built that trust. But we mentioned before something, when you have these people, you gotta be a babysitter. And you mentioned that on the on the last one, that's why you're trying yeah. to qualify these. You're not just going to hire anybody. It's different from a day you, you labor. Become, guy. You become their brother, their, their dad, their banker. <laughs> yeah. You become it all, man. You know, and it's um, it's like David, um, my his title was um, superintendent and, or supervisor, whatever you want to call it. Right, him. right. And, uh, you know, he he was the head of all crews. If uh, uh, matter of fact, you know, anybody and everybody that wanted to talk to me had to go through him first. You know, if he said no, it's no. Um, right. And awesome. uh, and if he fired somebody that he didn't need to ask me anything, uh, nothing. Um, and I met him when I was doing some renovation work at a 
um, very famous garden in Charleston and um, historic garden. And he followed me around for a long time after that. Um, he moved up to Highlands, North Carolina with me, doing some work up there, came back wow. down here with me. Um, That's family, yeah. And when he when he moved back down here with me, I actually gave him a percentage of the business um, wow. just to kind of, you know. Yeah, I totally it, understand. Keep the money coming for him. Um, he was kind of out, you know, raised it and make much sense for the next step for him. So it was, it was, uh, you know, a percentage. Yeah, you made him like uh, what do they call him? Entrepreneurs, I think that's what they call him. Someone got uh, me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, it's just I think that people I don't go give to a shit about instead like of starting that, you your know. own. Well, this goes to like uh, people who, because like, I have the opinion that anybody can be a business. You and Virgil, the guys who actually know business, say no. But you know, there's different people that say yeah, entrepreneurs. If like, let's say I went and worked for you, um, I can scale. I'm not. I'm not going to be able to scale my own business. But I can scale inside something that's already has systems in play, already already plug and play, ready to go, and maybe that See, works. See the thing with me, job. you, the person that is the laborer that can't comes in with zero experience, probably relatively young, um, couldn't tell you the difference between a Japanese maple and the grass he's cutting. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, and um, they have the they have uh, the potential to of uncapped income too because you have a base pay what you know 15 20 25 right. bucks an hour whatever it is in, in today's you know current wage system um that's fine but you know your 40 hours equals this number of money this amount of money this is everything that needs to be done this week right if all this gets done on wednesday you get your 40 hours right and that's where you go to like you could go to like a pay for performance type incentive it's, it's right. production performance incentive is, is exactly what it is you know if you get and I, and not any serious repercussion if it doesn't get finished friday either as long as there's good reason you right. know it, it, it that's fine you know it could have been the and i always tell them you know weather does does not um is, weather isn't an excuse that's that's just playing the odds both of us if, if weather works for me you know y'all y'all get certain advantages i get certain advantages if it rains for three days it is what it is sorry dude did you, you know, let not... your superintendent make the call on because sometimes you can do certain jobs on weather and sometimes the weather is going to break about one or two or noon or did you let your superintendent make all them calls or was you kind of like oh david he... made all those calls man Everyone. and he you, and you got left alone. okay so whenever you yeah, had to get involved there was Unless there was something drastic, um, or unless I just felt like I needed my nose in it, <laughs> right? We never, we, I never worried about the day to day. Um, David was, I mean, you know, there was uh, many, many years that went by that where every, January and February I wasn't even in the country. David was running the business, right? And um, yeah, and, and it worked flawlessly. I mean, you know, it was, um, you know because of modern technology, <laughs> you know, international phone calling is, is pretty much free these days. It wasn't yep. then, but I, you know, I would turn that on and I would say, if there's a damned emergency, here's the house phone number. Here's the cell phone number. I can't yeah. guarantee either one of them are going to ring in Costa Rica, but I know I have a signal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, whenever you said the international calls, I was thinking whenever I was a kid in like middle school and high school, I had girlfriend in another town it was long distance and like i'm 
I don't know. I never paid attention to bills and all that. I remember being a kid and like, well, the town closest to us was long distance, but like, I don't know. It was so stupid how close he was and how the phone lines worked. And mom got a hold of me and just was it put a knot in my tail, if you will, like uh, over yeah. phone calls. Yeah, I don't know. That kind of just jogged my memory. Maybe it was anybody else going down memory <laughs> lane thinking, thinking up all night. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, yeah. I love you. I love you. <laughs> um, yeah, that saying that twenty times cost you an extra twenty bucks. <laughs> no, nowadays only guys like staring at the thermostat. Like I don't know, you son, who the fuck touched it? Who touched right. it? I can't. Ima- I can't imagine being stuck with a long distance bill over. Right. You wanna, we need long. We got letters for free, sixty cents at the post office. What are you talking about, long distance? You see this bitch at work. Or school, they don't go to work. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, but yeah, you know, and, and I gave all that up too, you know, um, because my wife got sick, I was just yeah. like, Whoosh. um, but if, in that reflection, um, I kind of got tired of it too, you know, because I, I, I'm a very, very, very independent person. Anybody that knows me and is around me enough, they will tell you, they know that's the first thing they'll tell you. Um, if I decide I want to go surfing on Tuesday at three o'clock, that's where I'm going right. um, or kayaking or whatever the hell it is. Hell, there's times when, you know, I'll be sitting right here. I'll even go to the mountains, go literally go hike a two mile trail and drive all the way home five hours, you know, 10 hours of driving just to get two and a half hours of nothing, um, which is fine with me. But, um, you know, I, I came back up with a totally different perspective. I would totally lean and mean. It's like, let's see what I can do by myself so that I don't have to worry about or answer to anyone because, you know, people hate people. I, I, you hear this all the time. I left my job and started my own business. So I don't have to answer to anybody. That's the, well, that was the dumbest reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're yeah. always going to answer to somebody. And if you grow enough, you're going to be answering to a lot of people because you, you think you're not answering to your employees, but you're answering to them all day, every day. Yeah. Well, yeah, and everybody laughs and joke, and like, there's a meme that goes around. It's like, uh, I stopped working an eight-hour shift, or started my own business to for freedom and time. Now I work 24 hours a day or something, something along. I don't really know how it is. It's like, well, you don't have to be enslaved to your business. If you started a business for that reason, like what we talked about before, we talked about the book by Tim Ferriss, a four-hour work week. And that's how kind of like how you implement it in your style is if you want to go mm-hmm. surfing, there's a reason that you work as hard as you did and you built the business that you built. So if you want to go surfing at three o'clock on Tuesday, you know, and what tied it in was we talked about SEO stuff on Facebook and how you can right. just online schedule. And it's like, maybe that's not the best move, you know, and I, I want to get into kind of some of that, too. But, look, look you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, it's a 24 yeah, hour it, business. You don't, have to, you don't have to be a slave to your business. No, it's, you know, it, the four hour work week is, and I've read that book many times <laughs> and um, it, it, it works, but you, you have to stay lean. And there's it, in a service industry when, you know, physically dependent activities are going on. It's not like, it's not like you're doing the four hour work week with stocks or something like that. Right. Right. Um, right. It, there's a cap because there's only so much that one person can do and efficiently run the front end and the back end of a business. That being said, I don't run most of the back end of my business. I have CPAs and Sarah does a shitload of of, um, of, of the office stuff for me because I can't stand it. And I never have 
the first thing I ever did, the, actually the first person I ever hired wasn't an employee. It was a CPA. Smart. Yeah. And, um, and so it, it just, I was like, I do not want to deal with any of this crap, not even close to it. And, um, I just want to be able to take this pile of receipts and give them to somebody. And, um, and, and that, that's, that's what I did. And that's what I've always done. You know, we talked about that. It, it, it was uh, Costas, my business partner. Yeah. Um, well, I seen him had, on the dirty blind earth. He, yeah. Thankfully awesome. he had just gotten out of school at the time and was, you know, starting his own shit and, and needed some clients here. <laughs> I'm like, here, dude. Right. <laughs> I don't care what you're charging. I don't because he, you know, and I remember that it, in all honesty, he's like, well, here's my, I'm like, I don't give a shit what your rate is. <laughs> I'll pay it. Well, you know? yeah. Cause when it comes to like, we laugh and joke about the four hour work week, but that's serious that you can seriously implement it. Yeah. In the service industry, sometimes rain comes along and you're going to have to work hard. Sometimes you're going to work sun up to sun down, especially during the spring rush. There's, especially if yep. you're lean and mean, there's going to be certain, certain things. And, but if you want to build your business, if you want to scale your business to get there, you got to hit the pave, you got to hit the pavement. And let's see, if you're done working at one o'clock or noon, you got a couple hours. If you want to get out marketing door to door, we talked a lot about that. And we're, I want to transition into that, but it's like, I you're not going to get that business that you want. what they say? The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. So yep. like, the only way you're going to build a business is start a business 10, 15, 20 years ago. But guess what? You're, you are where you're at now. So the only way to get mm. the clients is SEO and Facebook and, and websites that takes time to build. And I don't, I like what we talked about last time because we talked about like websites and I don't, I'm, I'm not going to go through like GoDaddy. I was just on my GoDaddy not too long ago and I took my billing information off of my website. I'm not going to host my website for my washing business. I am going to implement, get better on my Facebook. I'm going to build an Instagram just for kind of do like what you're doing on Instagram. But Google My Business is what I'm mostly focusing towards. And I know we're not screen sharing, but the first thing right here is geotag photos on, you know, whatever, right beside it. Find, mm -hmm. Findlotsize.com, QuickBooks, Fistaprint, and then like, you know, my other stuff. Like, that's GoDaddy right there. But like, that's what my main history thing is. So this, this is something that I do take serious, but I don't want to work I don't want to be a slave to it at the same time to time what we were saying before. And so I'm going to utilize the sources at hand without wasting money either. I think websites is probably a waste of money in today's society. And it is. And, and, and I, we talked about this last time. I have literally asked clients um, and I've done it a lot recently. How many, how much of my website, if any, did you look at every one of them? None. Right. None of them looked at it at all. Um, what and what I've started asking in the past few weeks is, how many of my reviews did you look at before you called me? Right. You know what the answer is, right? Oh, they didn't even look at the reviews. That surprises me. But I've never thought to ask. I've never asked, actually. Nope. Now some of them say when you know, um, you know, in the decision process. They may have scanned through them then, but to contact me, they didn't. I was number one or number two on GMB, and yeah. so I got the phone call. See, yeah, and that's what, like, me and a guy I work or with. Or a referral. He, what, yeah. Yeah. And the guy I work with, he kind of, like, is always, like, he thinks it's interesting. He's never been around anybody who's been in business. He's a factory worker, family, you know, you know how it is. And he was always like, you know, how you doing? I was like, you know, not too bad. I made X amount of dollars this day. And 
I'll leave work early, utilize my vacation time and personal time. And he's like, oh, how'd you, you know, he, he's, he's, he's just not seen it for first eye. So he thinks hundred dollars a day is good money. You know, he's, he's learning, but he's looking at it like, dude, like, and he's talking about like, uh, uh, Google. And he's like, how do you get to that number one spot? And I was just like, well, that's, you know, Google, my business is big, but also maybe, and this is my, I could be wrong. I said, your website has a lot to play, but Google also has free websites now to where you can, you know, you can mm -hmm. link your Google, my business to it, but that's something I wanted to kind of look <laughs> into is the Google website. Maybe, maybe that could help it out, but it just takes what just takes here's time. The, here's the weird thing though, to get your Google, my business stacking and racking. Right. Yeah. You need everything that the clients don't look at these days. You're going to need to, the photos uploaded, geotags. You're going to need the reviews because it's all for Google. It's it, apparently it's not necessarily for the client. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure and, and maybe subliminally their eyes just see a decent star rating overall and they don't bother to look. I'm sure a lot of them, if they saw one, two or three stars, they're going to go, what's up with this guy? Yeah, they're going to roll it, up. They might read the comments. They may not look unless they feel compelled to because of some negative appearances, not necessarily positive appearances. Um, but yeah, none of them. And, and I was talking with Will about that today. I was like, the funny thing is, none of them have looked at my reviews. Wow. Now, how do you get, how do you, how are you getting your Instagram in front of their eyes? I do a lot of uh, location tagging, like the local towns. Um, okay, okay. I'll even, I'll tag the real estate agents. So you're still um, marketing through Facebook then? I, no. I mean, it goes there by default because it's tied to my Instagram, but I don't oh. do a damn thing on Facebook. I don't do anything. See, I was thinking, um, you know how that little circle thing on Facebook when you pay for ads <coughs> and stuff, you know what I'm talking about where you can draw it out and. Yeah. I don't do any ads. Okay. Mm. Yeah, because I never before. had a good return at all when I did that. I, I did them a couple of times when I first started the pressure washing because of this. I started the pressure washing in a town where I know no one. In in, in Charleston, I, I never had to worry about a, getting money to find in work and landscaping. Even from the get-go, I grew up in a, in a town, a town that has money. I had decent ties. And when the world knew that I was I had stepped out there, I just always had work. Now, I had to... So I had to do some networking. I had to, yeah. to put boots on the ground, as some of them say, <laughs> um, so that enough people knew what I was doing and they could throw it out there. Yeah, networking um, powerful. It, it's I, I was just I I grew up in a I mean I had been networking for twenty four years. I grew up in the town, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that makes a huge difference, man. When and I and things like that. I totally agree because like a lot of my, I haven't been hanging door hangers like I should be. I'm still focusing on, on where, where I'm at now and just kind of keeping like almost like a side hustle. You know, a lot of people want to act like they got a big business, but I kind of just want a steady side hustle right now until I figure out, you know, life in general. So after this baby comes and, you know, cause I, you, you know how that's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to justify anything. I don't have to, but, uh, right. <laughs> um, networking is so powerful because a, I'm, I'm not from, I'm not from, Ashland, Kentucky, Iron Tri-State area. I'm You're in the same shoe that I that 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 I was in when I moved up here. Right, new it's, business, uh, new town. Right, new business, new town. And what's beautiful is I I I love the foothold that I'm already starting to establish by not doing a whole lot, and it's coming from marketing. Rob Klein from American Pride Lawn Maintenance lives in uh across, I'm not going to tell you where he lives. I mean, he lives across the river on the Ohio side of the river, 
And Rick Romans lives on the West Virginia side across across the Big Sandy River connected to the Ohio River. And like Rick sent me to a, a video I did the other day washing this little tiny, uh, not tiny, it was a pretty big driveway, but I wash in this driveway. No big deal. Oh, your last video? My last video. And then the neighbor comes over. That's that church we was talking about. And if I get that church, it's like, that's, you know, that's on four grand right there, you know, just from these buildings. And it's just like, all that came from not door hangers, not, not this and that, not whatever, but it come from just networking with people that are from my local area, face to face stuff like that. That's, Mm -hmm. that's important. And I think, you know, you connect with other contractors, you connect with real estate agents, you know, landscapers that, you know, talking to talking to landscapers who don't want to wash house or something. Landscapers know everybody. Lawn care guys know everybody. They know everybody. You know what I mean? And they're in, they're in a certain area. There's a buddy of mine that lives in a decent little nice little neighborhood. I go to his house and bug him all the time. I help him weed eat his hillside. Why not be, I don't go help him weed eat hillside, hang out with him all the time because I love him that much. It's because I want people in that neighborhood to recognize my truck. Exposure. Exposure. And they see my truck. They're, they, if they feel comfortable with you, they see you. That's why when like I had big billboards on the side of my truck, pretty much, you know, signs, people logo their vehicles all the way up. That is, that, that's one of the best marketing because you, know, you feel comfortable when you feel like you know somebody, you see them all the time. You see going, doing work. Mm-hmm. I had people come up to me whenever I had these big signs. It's just the same as getting your truck lettered. They'd be like, man, you guys are everywhere. I'm like, uh, my pocketbook ain't telling me I'm everywhere, but you know, <laughs> they're just getting comfortable. So it just takes what I'm starting to realize. It just takes time being in an area, you know, putting it. I, I'm, I'm going to go do through see, here's this the thing. Morning, hanging sign. I see this Man. all the time on a lot of the pressure washing stuff and, and the landscaping and lawn care is the fact that everybody is marketing, looking for some return. I put out 6,000 flyers and only got two phone calls, or maybe none. Or maybe none. When you're marketing yourself, you have to expect zero phone calls. That's At the end of the day, it's not what it's about. It's about creating familiarity. Right. That's right. why you yes. have to, That's why everybody says you have to hit them two or three times. It's true. People want to feel like they might know who you are or can yeah. trust you. Yeah. And that's what it's I'm the just exact now same, starting to realize. That's what I'm it's just the now. Exact same reason that I go to almost every house. I don't, I do plenty of average Joe houses. Don't get me wrong, but I go to most of them too. There's only one neighborhood because it's a retirement community. It's a private gated area, but they're smaller homes and it's for the, the elderly of the elderly that are still highly active, so to speak. Yeah. And, and so, um, I can, they, somebody in there in tradition can call me and I can give them a price like that. Cause every house, there's a few houses in there that are a story and a half or two stories. The rest of them are one story under 1800 square feet with a two car uh, driveway and a two car garage. I know exactly what the price is. And I'll tell right. anybody else I'm going to your house. You know why? Cause I guarantee you, if I can talk to people in person, I I've got the job. Doesn't matter what I'm charging. Yeah. That's the gift of gab. That's beautiful because I got the the door hangers that I got. It you know it got the little blank box. Your house wash is gonna cost as much. But like there's this area called Green Valley. Every house, every house in Green Valley is pretty much you know it got built in the 50s or something like that after a big flood. I don't know the iron history. I don't care. But like they're fairly similar, and it's all the people who live there are 
middle class Catholics that like it's just like they live in their own little segregated area. These Catholics mm -hmm. that live in a, a bi level style home, but it's all like um, that's why I, was, I think I was telling you I'm gonna stack up Memorial Day special two two hundred fifty dollar house wash every house in there. They're small little houses that I mean they're almost two story. I don't even know if they're considered two story. They're like barely bi level. They're small homes, Cheap, yeah. but. You know, and the people in there that care about the, not everybody, but the majority care about their home. They make a decent wage. They're the people who work at Marathon. I know you don't know what that is, but it's like, it's a good job on the river that like, you know, they, one of the better paying jobs. So it's like, I'm going to hit every house in there, but I'm not going to go across the, uh, across the area and hit the same house. I'm not even going to waste my time in certain areas. And I think a lot of people right. just kind of get caught up, you know, just thinking that they need to hit every house. I'm not going to waste my time. If no. there's a super duper dirty house, I'm not going to put my flyer on a super duper dirty house because I'm paying for that. And if they, if I'm not doing that, their, their house is already filthy. You know what I mean? Rule number one, I, it's rare that I will put my shit out at a dirty house because right. people that let their shit get that dirty don't want me. They're not looking for me. They're looking for the guy that's going to do it for 50 bucks or they keep telling themselves that they're going to do it themselves. Yeah, I, I, I go to the biggest, best neighborhoods, a lot of neighborhoods around here. I can't do anything because it's the private gated communities with their own police departments. And if wow. you put a flyer out of any kind, it's a five hundred dollar fine. Is your area like a tourist area or is it just like old money retirement area? It's 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 old and new money retirement at um, 99 percent of it. At, um, I see when you was riding your BMW. Uh, around, I think it was like last year, and then like was a Silver Oaks. You were showing all these, the tree, how the trees line the roads. Oh, that's my street, the Live Oaks. Yeah, that's my live, street. Yeah, man, it was just so beautiful, and how you got the water everywhere, and like that's yeah, you live in a money a moneyed up area. That's 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 where damn shit. I, yeah, and I, I do, and all under strategy, dude. It's um, you know, um. Work hard, play hard. Work hard, play um, hard, and yeah, and, I, well, and there's nothing better than be, live, being able to live in a neighborhood where you want your neighbors to be your clients. Right. Yeah. Closer to home. Uh. More. Yeah. I totally, definitely agree. There's a, you know, I'm in this little Westwood uh community page because I live in this little area, and so I joined this little page. I've been kind of just commenting here and there, like I took your advice on the last thing. I'm not selling in that group yet. I'm just kind of getting familiar with something comes up. Like someone, uh, someone asked something about garage sales or something silly. And I was like, nope, haven't seen, haven't seen nothing. But I did it under the Jesse James housewash or, you know, whatever my name is on there. And right. I just kind of commenting under that. But, you know, that's another reason why I'm super duper happy and excited about this next business venture, because like this dominant tri-state area has 400, almost, almost 500,000 people that live in this 20 mile radius. Dude, that's, wow. it comes in like three cities. And it's kind of, it's like 20, maybe a 40 mile radius, but it's, it's not very far. It's in my driving. If I need the, you know, and it's, it's a ton of people in the Huntington, Ashland, Iron, it's like three cities all jammed together, all relies on the river. You know what I mean? And it's like, you can't live, we can't live on the hillside. So it's like everybody congregates together. So it's like beautiful. And as I look at such the opportunity from where I come from living up North, Dude, living up north is it's just a bunch of podunk farmers. And it's like, I don't know how I made any money, you know, and I don't see how people complain about living in Columbus, complaining that they ain't got no money. Like the work speaks for itself, you know. There's a there, you know, just real quick, there's a guy at work that you just talked about the guy that thinks he's gonna do it himself, right? There's a guy I work with. 
beginning of the season, I said, uh, hey, I'm going to do some free house washes for the guys I work with. I'm trying to build my uh, YouTube page back up, and I'm trying to like just build some marketing material. Um, uh, uh, guys I work with, people I know, I said, I'll wash your house for free, stuff like that. And this guy was like, ah, kind of weird about it. I'm like, well, he come to me the other day. He sees some of my videos coming out. And he, he told me, well, if I got to pay someone to wash my house for 300 I'll just go buy a washer. I said, well, no, no respect. That's cool. I said, I don't think that your two, $300 washer is going to be able to wash your house, which I know it will, but I just don't kind of want to discourage it. <laughs> it won't be able to wash it within 24 hours though. <laughs> well, I just kind of, you know, and I kind of wanted to run it. I was like, Hey, that's totally cool. If you need it done, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do you $200 special, you know? And then now he finally came to me today. Hey, is you still wanting to, um, you know, mm -hmm. you still looking to, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of tied up, dog. You know, sorry, can't do it. Like when I was going to do it for well, free. Sometimes you just got to let things sit and let it let people come to yeah. their own conclusions. I think what he did is he. I think that he like tried to wash it. Maybe I'm not sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and then realized like, how am I gonna? Or I can already see like the marks he's left on the side of the house, just like Kayla's dad. Like I'm gonna end up painting their house. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm end up probably doing some work over there, washing it for sure. And I was looking at it. And the, the the oxidation and the marks that are on the side of the uh the the house and I'm just like the siding I'm just like oh my gosh there's nothing I'm gonna be able to, and that's the average Joe everyday guy and that's why I love pressure wash because most people think that's how you wash a house so everybody's like well how are you gonna wash my house without a big lift I'm like I don't what are you talking oh yeah yeah oh, I got the plenty of machines to do it you know. So again, I show up with my three and a half gallon a minute machine and their house is washed in two, Dude, three hours. Could, and, and when you get into really nice neighborhoods, there's really no escape from that. It's like, um, last Friday, was it Thursday, Friday? No, it's last Friday. Um, I watched, uh, the, um, Clemson university recently took all their it stuff and, and social media in house and hired someone and they hired this guy. Um, I don't know, late sixties, early seventies, very athletic, still very active, loaded with money. And a, one of the um, nicest gated communities, probably on the East coast, just on the other side of the water right here. Yeah. Um, you know, literally five, six, seven million dollar house. He's out there cutting his own grass. Um, he just likes, he's a doer. It's right. not like he's not cheap. He's just a doer. Right. And his wife is the same way. They're still, you know, they still, they go kayaking, they run, they just do. Um, when he initially called me, he just said, Hey man, I need a price for getting my house washed. I'm like, okay, cool. What's your address? Um, and I went and I checked it out and, and um, I called him cause I had some questions. Um, and he said, well, he said, I, I don't need the whole house washed. You can uh -oh. forget the porches. And we're talking about a 7,000 square foot house. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and it has, these, <laughs> yeah. it's four stories tall and it has, to, and two of the stories are these wraparound porches on two sides of the house. Wow. Massive thing. And he said, don't do the porches. I, I just, I do them. I just bought a, he said, I just bought a brand new pressure washer. I like doing them. It's just a wash down. I just need the big main walls done on the two North, you know, the North and the West side of the house. And because it's, it's, you know, it's the least amount of sun and it's shade, it's under two big live oak trees and I don't have anything that can reach that high. Right. And so, um, I, I literally popped the question to him. I said, uh, I said, uh, you know, no disrespect here. I said, I mean, you, you own a 7,000 square foot That's vacation home. This isn't even their primary home. It's the vacation home. Wow. And I said, you 
instead of being at the beach on the boat or on the golf course, you're going to wash your porches. <laughs> That's a, oh, put them on the spot. And he goes, how much is it to do the whole house? I told him, and he said, <laughs> do the whole house. <laughs> he got, he got to thinking he's probably hit him with the ego a little bit. He was like, eh, what is it? Well, summer is breaking around the corner. That, that kind of reminds me. That's that's awesome. That's a great. Uh, but it was funny because I show up and he's out there mowing his grass with a push yeah. mower, man. Honda push mower, twenty inch, and laying you know mulch out, and his wife is planting flowers and right. stuff. And so they're out there. They're out there getting it. Yeah, but he. I showed up and they were like, "Well, how do you get up? Because it it's the porches are on the second and the third story." He's like, "Well, how do you get up on the porches?" I'm like, "I'm walking through your house, dude." <laughs> he's like, oh, "That's why you wanted us to be here." I'm like, "Yeah, that's why I wanted you to be here." You know, because there's a lot of usually after when somebody like him, I do for the first time, they get on the list. Um, they'll leave uh, their key at the uh, guard gate for me, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and one just stays there. So when I go through, I say I need the key also for such and such. And they just give it to me and I go on. Um, but because I just I have a um, a rope that I just with a weight um, with a, um, one of those little swimmy tube things what do you call them the little foam spaghetti things oh the noodles you know, things. It, yeah the noodles so that it's soft and i just take it and i launch it over the balcony with a rope on it tie off the uh um the nozzle go in the wow. house go up you know after i cranked everything up and That's, because this is yeah. what i love about the remote downstream uh, will, injector yeah. turn on and off thing because I used to have to go up there, water down in, in, in any house and almost every house I do go back down to the, to uh, the, the first floor, turn the soap off, go back up. So, you know, and, you know, rinse and, and repeat and everything with that remote, I just stick my hand out like this click, click, click. And, and I'm off, you know? So, um, wow. And, yeah. That, and, that, that's awesome. I mean, I like the remote downstream injectors and that noodle thing. That's a really good idea. That more reminds me of like my boss, like he's like, kind of wealthy and uh his his wife's his wife's like some fancy doctor and he's just an idiot moron like us so like he rubs it in our face that like right you know what i mean like oh they're, yeah they're, they're making like half of almost half a mil somewhere around there his wife's like special he's not so like uh he was like he heard me talking i was talking to my other guy i was like yeah i, I do I, I i normally do about 20 cents a square foot but you know, you needed it. You know, I'll be more than happy to come out, help you out 15 cents square foot, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he, he overheard it. He's like, I got a brick home. I was like, yeah, it'd be 45 cents a square. He's like, how, how did you jump from this to 45? I said, well, it's brick. He's like, okay, well, you know, and I was like going on, he's like, wait a minute. He realized that like, he got a price hike you know, just because he's like always <laughs> rubbing it in my face. And I was just like, nah, it comes with the territory dog. Like want to brag like, that money. All right. Nope. <laughs> And the thing is where he messed up is he knows that I know what, you know, cause he, right. He right. Don't now now he kid. can't, now he can't back down. <laughs> right. But he's more of like a doer guy. Anyway. I don't think that he was just showing me pictures of the deck that he stained and he's like kind of semi-retired type thing. Like they let him come in and work. Like he's taking a consulting position. It's, right. I don't know what the hell is going on at the shop anymore, but yeah, they, since COVID now they, some of the bigger senior managers are now consultants. Some, I don't know. A lot of big companies do that, man. I know um, it's, only it's, it's surprising to, to hear that they kind of still do that. A lot. My grandfather was um, um, with GE. He was a vice president of GE for a long time. And, um, and he retired yeah. at 62 
And they put him, you know, they, he was like, I, I don't want to quit working, but I want to quit working. You know what they did? They said, oh, we're building a new plant in Puerto Rico. Do you want to go down there? He's like, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he got hired as a consultant. Yeah. Just keep on payroll to do nothing. For, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he'd, he'd spend, he, he spent, he spent a month in, in Puerto Rico, come home for a month and, and back in Puerto Rico for a month, come home for a month. And, and I, I was like, what I do mean, you do I'll, down there? He's like, walk on the beach, walk, walk on, <laughs> yeah. walk on the beach and have a, have a, have a good time and relax. Yep. Totally we've chill. About, we've talked about, uh, well, even that Clemson guy, we'll let it, we'll let it tie in with it. Allowing clients to kind of market on your behalf. We talked about it. Whenever we did a show a couple of weeks, about a week or two ago, and then I'm sure this Clemson guy and even the areas that you're doing work for, because if you got like someone like you got the gift of gab or you can sell yourself really well and you do good work, clients are automatically just going to want to be braggadocious, if you will, being like kind of oh, yeah. flexing or bragging is kind of part of. It. And if you just if you just got your house washed and it looks good, you're like, yeah, I know a guy. Everybody wants to feel like they know a guy. They know the person. So what do yep, you say to like right. someone that's, you know, how, how, how can you get your clients to kind of market on your behalf better? What, what's kind of your thoughts on it? Um, you know, this is just starting to take place uh, really with the uh, with the pressure washing, just because it's it's a it's a, it's a very young business. And, and it's also in a, a, once again, we've already spoke to this, but in a town where three years ago I knew one person. <laughs> outside of my immediate family. Right. Um, and so, um, but in, in Charleston, that's a totally different, a different thing. That's what I relied on 100%. I mean, you know, back in 1996, you know, old Jeeves was just about to start showing up on the internet. That was about as good <laughs> as it was going to get. Google Jeeves. wasn't far behind, but old ass Jeeves and, and yeah. you know, and, a and e you know, AOL was, was it. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, um, you had to rely heavily on people talking about you and how people spoke about you was 100% of your game on the back on, on, on kind of uh, that end of things. It's, um, and so it, and people today, the same psychological thing applies though. Once you get that nest egg of of, um, of people that will, will promote you, um, brag on you. You don't ever have to worry. Even today, you don't have to worry about Google or social media or advertising ever again. That's why I slowly just started back. And I haven't, I've got an ad running on next door. What do you think about that? Um, app? I keep hearing about it. I like it because it, around here, there, there's two neighborhoods that I'm trying to crack the code into. And, and it's fun. I come um, in, in, in my vicinity in Georgetown city limits, because of where my, um, where, where my business is, I rank number one. And I have since day one, because nobody, everybody around here was relaxed and nobody was really focused on the old Googles. And here I come with, you know, enough to be dangerous. And so I immediately rank number one. I outrank two businesses that have been strong and heavy in pressure washing here for a long time and not small businesses. And right. within three months, poof, Indigo Home Services is at number one. That's awesome. Um, that's, see, that's, and, yeah. And still there. And so, but over on um, Polly's, um, 
which most of is in unincorporated stuff. It's technically everybody calls it Polly's, but Polly's Island is is just the small island that's the beach, but it's grown all around it and unincorporated areas. So Google treats it differently. And it took me a while. I would last year I started kind of popping into the top five. It'd be five, four, three, sometimes two, but it dropped me back off again. Now I'm steadily at number two. Um, the number one is a guy that's been in business for 18 years. And um, I get almost every phone call that he gets, <laughs> you know, but I rely less and less on it. And and I, I lean on next door a little bit because like I said, there's two neighborhoods that I can't seem to get any business out of and their business, their neighborhoods um, that I'd like to be in, but I rarely get calls and it's, it's just like, it's weird. I'm like, there must be a catch over here. Somebody has to have this business in these neighborhoods wrapped up. Locked well, down. sure as shit. I get a phone call to, and to heritage um, a couple weeks ago. And uh, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I've been trying to get in this neighborhood forever. She's like, well, there was a guy. Uh -oh. She said, I wouldn't be surprised if you start getting a lot of phone calls. I'm like, oh, there was a guy. Tell me more. Yeah, yeah. And she said he did almost did. every house in this neighborhood that passed or passed away last year. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. thank you for the information. Yeah. Even in today's age, he had that no name business. No presence on any kind of Google, social media, anything had that both those neighborhoods locked down. Yeah. And, and it's it, not yeah, like you, they're not neighborhoods that I could go promote myself in. They're gated communities. Yeah. With security. Yeah. You and don't so have you, to have. Yeah. Like you said, you don't have to have the big fancy everything. It's like sometimes the guy I, I work with a guy named Tommy and he mows grass on the side and he's got more. He's tried to give me that uh, we're uh, we're on different pages. But just the amount of yards that he has and he does on a weekly basis and still carrying a full-time business without business cards, without anything. He's just a chuck in a truck, if you will. He's a better businessman than half the guys I've met on YouTube. And he's, you know with, what I mean? With the, with the landscaping, I, I haven't had business cards or, or any kind, I, or no social media or website ever. Right. Um, except for, I, I, I put... I put it on Instagram for a while just to kind of post the designs, but that's all I ever did. Um, and, um, but none of that. And I, and I have, I got business cards early on and I never ordered any more ever. Yeah. And well, that's it, beautiful because I think more people put too phone. much emphasis. I, I think you're right. I think people put too much emphasis on Way too all much. the stuff that you need, like get yourself some bandit sign. That's my goal. Get some bandit signs and, why I don't think I'm going to get a lot of money return off the bandit size, but I want people to recognize my number, kind of just know I'm out there. Maybe I'm put like again, my number is going to be it. It's like radio ads are the same thing, you know, or were the same thing. It's all about and TV commercials. It Coca Cola and McDonald's never have ever in Pepsi in their lives have ever made a commercial trying to convince you to buy something ever never do you ever see anything do you ever see them advertise shit on sale not a no no the mcrib <laughs> i don't know it's not on yeah. sale they have it no, for a limited time but it's not on sale oh, okay yeah yeah not on sale the only uh, mcdonald's uh, commercial i can think of even is kids to come play during the hamburglar stuff back in the 90s i remember them commercials or like it's all it, it's 100 yeah. brand recognition and that's right, all right. that is the only reason they advertise 
So if the you would implement reason. that in your service business, well, how, how, if you implemented something like that in your service business, being that they're not necessarily a service business, but you don't have to go there. So they're kind of technically same thing as we are almost like people choose to go there. People choose to have us wash their house or mow their grass whenever they don't have to. So how could, how could someone implement some of their strategies versus being like, hi, my name's Jesse. I mow grass. If you want to save your time and get to you get to the, you know, Lake Erie and do some fishing, hire me. What, what is a better way of pitching? I, that, you know, that has never been my sales pitch, oddly enough, but I, I did use it once and, you know, or I have used it. It's not my go-to. Does that make sense? Right. No. Yeah. It, it, if I need to, if, if I feel like I'm, I, if I apply pressure to a close, if I ever, that's usually my go-to. Are you really going to waste your time with this or you just want to like, do it? I like it because it kind of hits at the ego and the pride a little bit at the same time as like, ah, yeah. well, it's also an awakening. They're like, he's like, holy shit. Yeah. If I did this house, I would literally be here all weekend long right. doing this house. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I do like that a lot. I do like that a lot. Do you ever think of any other sales t tactics that you can think of offhand? Just be you. Yeah. Be you and be honest. Can you do that? Then say yes. If you can't say no, I got a job today because of a, another pressure washer company around here that I haven't seen here at all. Um, oddly enough, I saw him minutes before I pulled into this house in a different neighborhood. Um, eco something nice um, wrap on his truck and everything, but I, and I've never seen him before, but he's, you know, must yeah. be doing something. Okay. I, well, he's only, I learned he's only been in business for a year. So, you know, he, he spent his money on some marketing, but maybe not be doing a whole lot. Yeah. Um, but I give I I wound up um, indirectly stealing a client from him. I wasn't trying to, <laughs> but what happened was his client called me, not through him, just Google search. Here's right. one time where it did work, you know. Um, Google my business, and um, they had. Um, Home Depot delivers some stuff, and and they've got this. It's this is a beautiful home, man. With it, it, this is hard to explain. It's a beautiful house, and um, I pull up. The, it's like it's a four car garage that's kind of in an L shape off of the house, <laughs> littered with European cars, <laughs> mm. and it's a um, nice paver driveway and everything. And I pull up in there. I'm like, damn, yeah. And so, um, and here's it. Indirectly, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a couple other things in here. Here here's a here's a big big seller for me. So I pull up and I I can't see anything because he had called me on the phone and told me about all this hydraulic oil and shit. And I pull up and I'm like, I'm standing in the driveway going, I don't see shit. Right. <laughs> and um and he comes walking up and it, it very dude stains the size of a dime. And, uh, but it was a slow trickle all the way up the driveway to where they dropped the pallets for the construction guys that were doing ah, something in the back. Right. <clears throat> but if you, if you, if he wouldn't have pointed them out, I don't know that I'd ever seen them. Yeah. He wanted and, to um, he wants them removed. And I, he's, and I said, okay, I said, I can do this. I said, now it's unsealed pavers, um, you know, or it, it's unsealed concrete. It doesn't matter. It's, I said, this is porous. I can't guarantee this stuff's coming out. Right. And um, I set your expectations I, from the right, setting expectations. It, it may look 80 to 90 percent better um, at best. If it all comes out, it's a good damn day. 
Yeah, because and, that's real, real quick. Because that's important. It's very, very important that you're setting your expectations at the beginning, and it's easy to say, but it's a whole lot harder to explain yourself why it doesn't look good at the end of a job versus them going in. And if even if it comes out ninety nine percent, they're going to be like, "Wow, mm-hmm. he over delivered." Yeah, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Oh, no problem. I but I he um he said, "Well, how much will this cost?" And I said, "I can't just put degreaser out here and call it done." I said because that trail of stuff that I clean is going to, I said, this driveway looks very clean right now. I said, when's the last time it's clean? That's when he told me about eco wash. And it was just like a month ago. And I said, what I'm here, what the reason I'm asking is because I can clean all this and what looks clean now won't look clean when I'm done. I'm going to have to clean the whole driveway. Yeah. And I said, because your sidewalks that go around to the back are connected in the same material. I can't stop there either. I got to go all the way around to the back and I also have to do the patio. I said, while we're at it, I, I said, I can, I said, we can do this two ways and, and I'll do them both ways. I said, I can just do a soft wash where I just fan the Kim on and let it do its deal. And maybe it all evens out. If it doesn't, I'm going to have to put the surface cleaner on here. If I put the surface cleaner on here, that means I'm going to have to resand the joints with polymer sand. Yeah, I've never done a paver drive. He said, well, how much, which reminds me, I've got to, before I go to bed, I got to send his uh, estimate out. Um, I said, it's going to be about 42, 5,200 bucks. I said, I'm going to throw loose numbers out there um, just because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm it's quick math. Right, right. <laughs> I haven't measured anything yet, but just by looking. And, um, and I said, but we, I said, I'll do it step by step. If we, if I put the degreaser on here, it comes out good enough to your liking and I don't have to do anything else. We'll stop there. I'll itemize the whole thing for you. I said, but if we got to go the whole nine yards, count on, you know, we might as well just say it on the high end, 5,200 bucks, give right. or take 500, for, you know, for a firm yeah, estimate when I send it to you. Yeah, that's so smart. And he's like, okay, that's cool. And uh, he said, I just oh, want shit, it done. I, I was expect, like, well, I said, well, why didn't you just get eco to do it if they've done your roof and your house and all this? He's like, he said he didn't want to mess with it. He didn't know anything about getting grease out. That's what the guy said. Yeah. I was like, wow. He doesn't know how to apply a degreaser. You know, I'm like, I mean, like that's odd. I didn't say that out loud right here. And, um, but I was like, okay, but here's what happened is they have this, the landscaping in this yard, was just over the top beautiful <laughs> again, wise or amazing oh, okay 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 and um and i said you know this, i he asked something about the plants because there's some roses nearby on the edge he said what's going to happen to them i said nothing i said your blooms may wind up with brown spots on them if i, if I splash them over spray it will hurt the blooms it will not hurt the plant guaranteed and i said I can cover them, but I said, if we do this in a month from now, because of the heat down here, I don't like to cover them. That can wind up causing more problems and burn your plant up more See, than I, what I splash onto it. And I said, it's, it's just a risk. He's, and uh, and he, literally, he said, well, how do you know? I said, because I'm a horticulturist. I've also owned a landscape company since 1996 in Charleston, South Carolina. It's still going right now. I just love what I'm doing here. Right. He's like, oh, really? I need you to look at something. so i'll go meandering back in the backyard and there's his wife planting plants and their potters and stuff back there and i was shocked at that because i was like certainly they've they've got 
a pretty good landscape company around here doing this or, or maybe a private gardener. It just right. looked that good. It wow. looked like it had it looked like it had it didn't have weekly attendance. It had daily attendance that good. OK, wow, that good. And um, and so I, I it, he introduced me to her and I was like, this yard is beautiful. I said, who who does this? She's it was her. She said, it's all me. I was like, no shit. So she, she had to be a horticulturalist or something. Well, she said it's a ho- it was her hobby, and uh-huh. um, and so um, and her husband said, well, you know, he owns a landscape company in Charleston and does design work and is a horticulturist by education. So I'm going to take him over here and ask him about these azaleas. She said, oh, I want to hear what he says too. And um, and does that so make we you feel a little and- different knowing that she know he might not know nothing. But she knows she knows her stuff. That kind of make you feel. Like I'm not worried it. about it because I, I I know right 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 I, all right. confidence. I know I know more than she does. Doesn't bother right right. But for and, a regular uh, homeowner, she seems like awesome. she's sharp. She's yeah. sharp. And uh, but they wanted confirmation that um, one of the one of the big chain fertilizing companies that we've all heard of before. Oh yeah. Um, wanted confirmation that they you know from somebody in in the know killed their azaleas, and they did flat out yeah you could you know she's like well how do you know and i'm like because if you look at this only the front side of your bushes are dead like somebody went through with this you know with the sprayer and instead of you know putting that herbicide down on the ground they did this and it killed all 10 of the front of those azaleas yeah, i've I said, seen i them. know that's what it is i said yeah, but if you don't believe me or she said well they're saying it's from the winter freeze i'm like winter freeze does not kill azaleas I said, if that were the case, there would be 10 million azaleas around here dead. Do you, I said, your neighbors still have theirs. Oh, and she goes, Ooh, I never thought about using that argument on him. I'm like, well, That's... you need to. And she so said, she's... well, is there any way to get any proof that these things died? I said, yeah, call Clemson extension and send them tissue samples. They'll tell you. Yeah. The pathologist will tell you how those plants died. She was like, really? Uh Oh, so it's those conversations. And again, because I show up in person to give quotes, right? I find something in common every time. And that's that if anybody take anything away on sales pitches, there is no pitch. If you don't know right. anything about German cars, go find out about German cars. If you don't know about Tesla, go read about Tesla. If you don't know about good architecture, go read some good architecture books. If you don't know g- basic good quality gardening, not mowing grass, gardening and and plant knowledge, especially in this industry when people are, ha- are pretty much know that bleach can kill a plant and are going to ask that question, get right. yourself some basic education on it so that you can confidently answer their questions and you'll get the job yeah. almost. The only reason you get the, didn't get the job nine times out of 10 is probably because you yourself didn't want it. Right. That's, that's a, that's a really good point because a lot of times they call you, they already know something's going to be They already know the price range is going to be roughly about something. You know what I mean? So they already got an idea. They already want the job, but if you're not personable or if you can't break that wall, if you will, that, right. that is, that's what sold me more to come to think about it. I have sat and thought, man, what's some of the best sales pitches? And I've listened to things. I've read different books and uh, different, like, you know, how they got them little conference things, all this, all this junk. But what has locked me in for getting work is just being me and who I am. Yeah. And just being honest. And of course I can pretty much get along with and talk to just about anybody. I'm, I can be, I can, what do you say? Mold. I can be molded. If you will. if I need to fit inside a conversation, I can. Not everybody's got that kind of, um, right. gift the gab 
if you will. And, I'm and if you don't, have, it, so. if you don't have the ability to mold into the conversation, create a conversation that you're comfortable. that you know something about. And that's yeah. what I'm talking about with cars and stuff. Cause there's plenty of times that, you know, people are hardened when people come up and they know they're about to be sold something. Right. They, they you know, they're doing one of these, they, they give you the one. Oh yeah. Well, you know, let me think about that. I, I can oh, count, on, I can count on both hands the number of times in my entire life. I've heard, let me think about that. Right. That's awesome. And it's not because my prices are too low. I can promise you they're not. Everybody and everybody around here would tell you I'm the probably the highest price around at um in landscaping or in in pressure washing. But the fact is that if 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 I can see it, it's a lot like in landscaping. A lot of times I'll say if it's like a redo or something, let me see your irrigation system to see how that's already laid out to see if I can design, keep that in mind when I'm designing to save right. your money on your irrigation system so that it's not being completely modified as well. Sure. Psh, of course they open the garage door because that's where all the timers are. Right. If there's that's a nice car in there, me and me and that homeowner are going to talk about that car. Opportunity to talk about it. We never talk about, we never talk about landscaping again. If I can talk with them with, about, with confidence and knowledge in that vehicle they're driving which is their baby. Yeah. I don't, I, I never have to bring up my skills again. I'm, I don't even bring up why I'm there again. Last, uh, the last house I washed, well, one of the last houses I washed fully, not just the little projects here in our driveway, the last house house I washed, um, the guy was in a Christian rock band. And uh, I just, we just talked because I'm going through my own little spiritual thing. Uh, of course, everybody's like, yeah, you're whatever. That's off tangent. Yeah, I know I'm a, I am I know I have my issues and I'm not baptized. I'm looking for this. is I'm, uh, Yeah, I don't have to tell anybody. I don't have to justify anybody. But anyway, I was talking to him about his rock band. We were talking about music first. And then I said something. <clears throat> I can't remember what it was, but I know he's in a Chris Rock band. Well, we talk about music and he had mentioned something. I think he had said a quote or something that was biblical. And I was like, mm -hmm. hey, that's, you know, he's like, Oh yeah, it's, it kind of goes along with my band. It's kind of like whatever. I was like, oh wow, I didn't know it was a Christian rock band. That's really cool. That's different. And I, we started talking about the Protestant Catholic debates and uh, how I'm friends with these guys. And he said, yeah, I'm a non-denominational Protestant, whatever. And I was like, well, I automatically took the Catholic side and started giving him giving him a hard time. And he knew that I was I would have took either way just to kind of like right play debate argue because there were there were fun topics. But we talked for like I don't know thirty minutes, forty five minutes in his yard, and then. After I got the job cleaned up, well, there was a big, you know, tip at the end of like uh, at, at the end of it. And like, do you always get tipped? No. Did I get tipped because we talked? Probably not. But I think it's because of my work, but that definitely but it had something to do with it. That I mean, definitely people, had some. Yeah. People exactly. tip, but the amount you're tipped is is has a, is a direct reflection of the good work that you did. But it also is is a more direct as to how comfortable they felt around you and liked you. Right. Yeah, it was so awesome that like, I just missed, I just missed that. And it was like, or, you know, still early getting back in. I'm still early getting back into business and getting out in the field and working to where but I've been. Again, away from. it had something, y'all had something in common that you, yeah. you you could even just banter with each other about. Yeah. That's what sold the job. It's just like I was selling a car and it doesn't yeah. have to be European cars. You, They might open it up and, you know, there's classic cars in there. Like, get this dude. <laughs> to the guy I was telling you about the, with the, with the, uh, um, the Clemson guy, 
no, no, with the driveway with the hydraulic oh, yeah, one that yeah. I went and talked to today. Guess what is neighbor owns that I got to check out? <laughs> Marilyn Monroe's Thunderbird. Wow. Badass. Her actual like her actual her, actu- her actual Thunderbird. Someone's dropping some money over in that area with with that with that car there. It's a five hundred thousand dollar car. That's ridiculous. And that her her ass five hundred thousand <laughs> dollar car. And you and you got to you, just what you didn't get to beautiful. drive around on, did you? Yet? No, but uh, <laughs> you're gonna I, talk your way into it somehow. Beautiful black Thunderbird, man. It, it um um. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that, God damn. You know, yeah, it, it just that's that's that 500 grand's hobby money. Hobby money, man. Yeah, I can't I can't even. Yeah, that's yeah, I can't even. And that's what's that's what's beautiful about it because like that's what and that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I miss about being out in the field and working like, yeah, okay, I like having my own business and I like, you know, whatever, make it, yeah, what I, I don't care. A lot of times I can work some overtime and make just about I can, you know, whatever. But it's being out in the field and and learning and talking to these people and being all over. That's what I truly love, selling stuff. And it's great learning who people are, oh, man. That's dude, what I love awesome. about it more than anything. Yeah. And it's just like I said, because of cars, not only <laughs> did I get to talk to who I was talking to, but because we got into that conversation from gardening somehow. Oh, I know, because there was tracks in his driveway. Um, right going in the garage and he was wondering what they are. And I'm like, it's not tracks at all. I said, I said, do you wash your car? He said, no, I have somebody come clean them. I said, do they put cleaner on your tires? He said, yes. Every time I said, that's what's on your pavers. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, and we started talking about cars and he's like, Oh yeah, you gotta right. see what my, you gotta, you gotta see what my neighbor's got going on. And, got, and all of a sudden, poof, next thing I know, the neighbor's involved in the conversation. And so yeah, you'll right probably there. end up having some work. Some, some right, work over right. there. Now that guy knows who I am too. Yeah, that is, that and is knows awesome. That, knows that I'm a car nut because, and he's obviously we know is go into car talking about what I've owned, what I own now, what we're doing with it, and um, because I don't know if you know, a friend of Will's has had a '63 um, Galaxy 500 for sale, right. and I bought it. That's and, when okay, yeah, he dropped yeah, it off and at your Henley house. And I are gonna gonna do the cannonball run in it and i was telling him about you're gonna do the cannonball do the cannonball run i'm like fuck yeah i'm gonna do the cannonball run or where are you gonna start at you're gonna start in like uh, do you have to start new york yeah it starts at new york la yeah i didn't know if you had to start new york or if it was just coast to coast no you have everybody has a common starting point now there's there's different cannonballs now but the original one because right. uh, there's a European one, there's a world one where you actually you got to put your cars in a boat or a plane to get to the other side of the world with. But um, maybe one day for that, you know, when I can spend five hundred thousand dollars on a what car. Do you, <laughs> what do What do you think your time's going to be? Who are you going to? Are you going to get the bigger gas tank? And are you going to like really focus Dude, on time? Or are you going to worry about the? Experience? We don't. We. It's like my son said. We don't care for dead last. We're coming in style. You know. Yeah, it's that is all. I've seen if, some people if we take Cadillacs see, and take the whole back seat out and it's just a fuel tank. You know what and I mean? We'll probably add a fuel cell in there because it, you know, it's, it's a 63 with a 390 in it. It's going to get like eight miles to the gallon. <laughs> you're and, uh, you're going to have to. So yeah, we'll probably add an extra fuel cell in there. But you know, the thing is, is we just, we just want the experience. So awesome. Not that we won't see if that thing will hit 180 out, you know, in Nevada where there's no speed limit or Utah or something. 
but it, it's our goal. If, if we wanted to put a vehicle in place to see if we could win, it would not be that vehicle. Right. We would take, you know, we would get like a late seventies, early eighties Porsche and totally gut that thing. There'd be nothing but seats in it, two seats, two dudes. And because, and it's, they're also air cooled engines. You don't have to worry about all that overheating bullshit. You just wow. put gas in it and go. You take everything out. You're sitting on them plastic lawn seats. Trying, you're trying, sitting trying, on trying, plastic trying. Recaro seats and seeing how fast you can go and how long you can stay awake. I think the fastest someone got, I think it was like 23 hours or something. Yeah, like it's, it's under yeah, it's it's under 24 hours now. That, that is was, a, uh, that is amazing. That was set last year or year before? I think it I think it, I, I think it was the year before, and I uh, it was it was like that BMW or what kind of car was it? It was like a hybrid car. Yeah, but, it was a hybrid. Yeah, when when they put it together. And the like, cops couldn't like. <laughs> What's funny about their story? I followed their vlog and different vlogs and stuff. They're like, uh, the cops couldn't didn't know what car to call in, you know, because this is like issues. But it's cool because people go ahead of you and they let you know, like, hey, you got a bear coming up here. Yeah, that is so, and that is it, so awesome. It, I'm I'm assuming you've seen Cannonball Run the movie. No. Oh, no. dude. I didn't Shit. know there's a movie. You get off of here, watch that. It's probably on Roku or something for free. But um, th- I mean, that's th- that movie is the basis for the reason we're we are we are doing it because I mean that film is movie is from yeah. my era as a nine year old or maybe even younger. But Henley, my son, is heavily into those movies as well. And you know, and since he was five or six years old, he's always said he's going to own a car shop and build the baddest cars on the planet. He's and still he's into cars right off. now, right? Like that's what, yeah, I, yeah. Because we talked last time, not that's recently. A couple of years ago, we talked about it on the podcast. And I yeah, think he was just, he's still yeah. heavily into that stuff. That's I, I mean, that's the whole reason this car is here, man. We're gonna we're gonna put the wrenches to it and 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 do a few modifications to it. Not much. We're gonna um, we're gonna put a very expensive suspension and you know like Willwood brakes and everything on it and make sure the engine is up to par. Um, maybe do some simple modifications, but we're not going to rebuild the motor or anything. It's, it's in perfectly good shape as far as we know for now. So that's um, next year you're doing that or, or this no, year? probably two years. It depends. Year. It, it, the promise is he has to graduate to get it to, for us to do it. It's dude, it costs just to enter. It's 20 grand. Oh, and so <laughs> I did not know it's, it's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. And, and, um, and then there's, there's other fees. Um, plus the expense of, of the car itself, whatever that amounts to. So yeah, it's um, not just something the average guy is just going to jump into. No, it's no. an elite. Yeah, it's an elite thing. That's yeah, that's definitely going to be an awesome like father son moment. Like yeah, memories. I, I was like, you, you've and I don't have any qualms. I, I know he's going to graduate, but he's he can graduate in a year if he wants to. But he's um, and he'll still technically be graduating early because. Even with the semester that he had out because of COVID um, and couldn't go to classes, because of the credits he got, college credits he got in high school, he's still ahead of the game. So, but he's like, Dad, I might just sit back instead of, you know, trying to cram it all and get rid of it. He said, But sometimes I wake up and I'm like, Let's get this over with. Right. And I'm like, Dude, whatever. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing's going anywhere. Nothing's, I was like, When you graduate, you know, whatever it is following that and assuming we have the car ready too. So, right. Yeah, man, that is so awesome. I didn't, I did not know that. And I didn't think many, for some reason, I just came across a random vlog a while, a couple of years ago and, and seen, I, then I got to watching 
car videos and then tornado videos. It was just one of them weird YouTube days. <laughs> tornado videos. You sound like my five-year-old. That's his fascination right oh, now. I'm a three-year-old. There's this guy on YouTube. I can't, I can't quite think of his name right off, right off hand, but I've watched every one of his videos and it's like, it's the same thing. It's the same storm over and over again. It's just for some reason. I, I can promise it. you Pierce has watched him. I can guarantee it. Yeah, he's yeah, he's got a bunch of tons of tons of views and uh it's so awesome. This guy would like he'll stop, chase some snakes around. I was like, this guy knows how to do a vlog, and, you know, and that's that's yeah. what makes it that's what makes it kind of that's what makes it kind of fun. But I don't know. I didn't know you was into cars. That that's like I knew you were in the cars. I didn't know you was into like driving cars across the country. Like if anybody doesn't know what the oh, yeah. cannonball round is. Yeah, oddly yeah. enough, man, I've I've uh I mean nothing heavy. I mean, I've got track time. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been a nice little hobby. I've owned all kinds of cars from challengers, BMWs, triumphs, um, nice, you know, old four wheel drive pickup trucks. And I, I mean, I, to be honest with you, you, you name the genre, you name the style. I've, I've probably had something. You know, yeah. I remember back. No. <laughs> I don't know, not too long ago. It must have been, I don't know, 20 years ago, or I guess when I was a kid, you, people used to have like junk Novas and uh, just old muscle cars sitting around. Mm -hmm. And like, I always told myself, I'm going to get a Chevelle or I'm going to get an, I wanted a Nova. And I've been, now that my, now that my kid's here and I want to want, I have another one on the way here in a few, like a month or two. Like, I want to have a Nova and just restore it as like a little project thing for him. But dude, I can't find, I can't find that. They were all over when I was in high school and stuff. Like yeah. you can find for a thousand. They've bucks. been hoarded now. Yeah, you can't find them nowhere. I remember in high school, like multiple people who had Novas or whatever. I've always just paid attention to the Novas. My uncle Doug had one. He's like, I'll sell you this for a thousand bucks. I'm like, well, that's so much money. There's no way in the world I'll ever in the, my life I have a thousand dollars. And I'm thinking now is like you dumb. <laughs> Stupid. that was a steal yeah and he was just trying to help me out because he knew i was kind of into cars every high school kid's into cars and he's like yeah you know of course i probably wouldn't have it now anyway so it's kind of whoever it went to god bless them but uh they're fuck them <laughs> the right time. right <laughs> you know yeah dude there was a time i mean up until I, i've just kind of changed with age a little bit um this the past two trucks i've owned are probably i probably the trucks, two vehicles I've owned the longest in my life. I, up until recent times, I never had a vehicle for six months was a long time for me. Wow. You know, whether it was brand new or not, it was like, flip it, get something else. You know, how's that um, new truck you got now that uh, you got off your not father-in-law, I think. It was. Yeah. Father-in-law. Yeah. Actually, I just cleaned it up and, and fired it up uh, the other day. What was that yesterday or day before? Shit. Every day runs together now, man. <laughs> Um, cause it's like, it's like groundhog day. It's just that time of year where it's busy and it's constantly the same thing, man. Yeah. You know, it's just, it is what it is, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that was a godsend too, man, because truck prices these days, oh Dude, ridiculous. God. Ridiculous. you know, I just kind of given up because not necessarily given up. Cause I was just like, if, until I find it, if, if it's not exactly what I want, then I don't want it. And most of the yeah. times. I'm flexible, you know, if, okay, it doesn't have the sunroof, big deal. Okay. It has everything else. Let's, let's, let's roll. Now it's like, mm -mm, if it doesn't have exactly what I want, screw them. Yeah. There ain't and, then, wrong uh, with that. and then of course, old Ray was like, you know, I, I was it three, four years ago. I tried to buy this truck off. I was like, 
nah, I might need to haul something to the dump one day, you know? Right. Yeah. Okay. Like, whatever. whatever. The same truck you get, the same truck you got now off of. Yeah. That, that never moved in that whole four years, never moved an inch. <laughs> so you're going to have that. Is that going to be uh are you going to drive it or are you going to have That's, your guy kind of take off in it? That, that'll eventually be a, whoever the guy is take off in a truck. It's I'm yeah. going to wrap that one and everything. So that's going to be the work. That is so awesome. Like it's, it's funny how like things fall in your, not you or when I say your lap, I meant like yeah, who's ever lap that needs that time. Yeah. yeah. Because I needed it. You needed a truck because for where you want to go in business and what you want to do, you need a guy. Well, if you need a guy, you need a truck and you've been complaining about this. Hey, give me this truck. And he wouldn't do your deal. You got the truck a few years ago. Like, I don't know, quite a, quite a few years ago. Now I got out of uh, a rehab and uh, I needed a car. And I was just like, man, I've done, so, I've made so many mistakes. I don't know what I'm going to do. And this is uh, like August 26, 2014, something like that. Who's counting? You know, I am. But anyway, uh, I, when I got, out, I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then a buddy calls. He's like, Hey, I got this old Cadillac. It was a whole Cadillac Fleetwood, a uh, baby blue, kind of like more smoke gray. Like it was like a, it was an old Fleetwood boat. It was an old boat. I loved it. Land yacht, man. Land loved yacht. It. Loved it. it. Had a digital board, but it had the unibody frame, so it kind of like you know whatever V eight power, true power with the digital gauge. Just awesome. Just float every go. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. He called me. He says, uh, you know, I'll sell you this five hundred bucks. I said, uh, deal. Well, give me, give me. Well, you know, I ain't got a job. Let me, let me, let me get some cash together. He's like, okay. Well, I don't know. Just come get it and then make me payments. I'm like, okay. And I made like one payment. And he's like, ah, I don't. I don't need it. Just ha you can have it. And he signed the title over right then and there. And I was like, for a hundred dollars, you're going to give me a running <laughs> hey. car. And it's like, it, it sometimes in life, it doesn't feel like good things happen. Sometimes in life, it feels like, Oh, what was me? We get down or stuff. But sometimes things great happen they, and things great happen when they need to happen. You know what I mean? Cause I wasn't going to get rewarded if I was still going to, I, I don't know. I don't know about like divine <laughs> destiny or none, but, it's funny how that it was works. the funny thing with, with this one is, you know, like I said, three and a half, four years ago, I'm trying to buy the thing from Ray because it's been sitting for, I don't know, at least a couple years before that. And, you know, it's a 2006 F-150 just to work, you know, uh, XL yeah. um, extra cab, not even a, a you know, four door. And so, um, you know, and, and he no, I might might have to go to the dump or you know, yeah. I might buy some furniture. I you know I, mean, I might need excuse. to go to the mailbox and back. Yeah, yeah. I might I might want to <laughs> drive it to the pick up a Christmas tree, you know, yeah. and whatever, Ray. Okay, I'll shut up, yeah. I'll move on. You know, and then it's like we go up there to, you know, start helping him move down here and stuff. I'm like, Ray. Yeah, what are you gonna do with it, man? You know, I'm I'm ready to fork out some cash. He's like, oh, you can just have that damn thing. I'll never. You got tired. Of, <laughs> you got, you got, you got tired of hearing about it. That is, that is awesome. So, how are you gonna deck like, it out? You gonna? I, I, don't, I don't know yet. I um, like the hose need, reels. What, what hose reels are you going with? Did you go with the fancy brand Titan? Actually, no. I have uh, Southeast soft wash reels. So the, the real deals. Real deals. Are they that? Yeah. Good? And, they're nice they're worth every dime in my opinion yeah i was looking at them uh i think liberty reels on amazon they're kind of ugly but like i think they're like 80 bucks a reel 83 dollars a reel that's probably what i'm gonna roll with at first for a little bit and i uh, mean uh, there's no way like I'm, I'm tomorrow i'm taking my toolbox out of my truck and but i have a half cab i guess it's like 
you know what I mean? It's like kind of like a little back seat to where like yeah, king cab. It's going to be cab or whatever they call it. Yeah, it's it's yeah, I got the car seat back there. I have to put another car seat in the seat Batman. beside it. It's going to be tools. So like my kids are just going to have to like whenever the whenever the second kid gets here, he's just going to have to he's going to be a baby, but Jesse Michael's going to have to deal with it. He's going to like right. I don't know. It's cuz I'm taking the toolbox out and I'm putting them tanks in there. And I've already got it sketched out. I've been drawing at work, like how I'm how I'm gonna design my truck. I'm so excited for, I don't know, just the just just a simple twelve volt system. And I want to get it as cheap as possible, just for like. It's funny when you go from lawn care, you want like the biggest, baddest, most expensive stuff, to where when you get into the wash world, it's like, how can I get it as cheap as I can possibly? I want to <laughs> pay damn near opposite. next to nothing. And yeah. It's so different. So yeah, different. And no matter, and trust me, no matter how much money you're bringing in, that doesn't change. It's, it's like, I could do this myself. I got this figured out, you know? Right. And, and it, but it's, it's for me, like create, creating and doing is, is in my nature. Just like I said before, the, the art comes before the business and, and the, the business is basically doing nothing more than supporting my artistic desires you know, and it's the same with pressure washing that I wouldn't call anything artistic about that, but it's the yeah. same process. And where, where I, where I, um, put emphasis on that creativity is what, how I build my rig right. or how I would like to see it and how I would get there. Yeah. Okay. Sarah could yeah. tell you there was, I bet I've broken, torn that thing down piece by piece down to, you know, the, the, the hose clamps. Right, had them all stacked out and redone the whole thing. Those clamps, it's not even new. It's like, where can I put it now? You know, and uh, and just rearrange. And and uh, the thing is, is I probably will get a professionally built skid at some point in time, possibly. Yeah, but the thing is, is moving all this around. I learn my habits and what's going to work best for me, or or maybe not even just for me, but for a lot of other people in, in efficiency, where does this need to sit where it's, it's, you know, it takes less time to reach over here to, you know, turn something on or grab this hose reel or, you know, what works or, you know, curbside or, you know, okay, now if we need to put it, a duplicate the system, which is where I'm at now okay. on a trailer, where does it, does the same, you know, um, ergonomics apply when it's on a trailer. And so, you know, I've, I've been messing around with, with that and it, it, the trailer is built now. I, I haven't used it that much because technically it's it's 100 percent a backup system at this point. Um, but things are different on it, you know, how far, so how far can 200 feet of hose really get you or would you do you think the 250 about 200 is, feet, Jesse? Well, like, <laughs> do you ever find yourself saying I need a two? I need the 250 because I'm looking at the Flexzilla deal on Amazon. You know what deal yeah. I'm talking about? There's a 200, but you can also get a little bit more. You got 250. Actually, think- it's a lot. I do. I do have 250 feet on mine. So you got the 200. Now, do you, have you ever been like, gosh, dang, I wish this was a little bit longer. You ever get stuck? You're like, or is 200 like, no. man, I didn't realize this is quite a lot more than what I realized. It, it, like, it, that's exactly what you're going to say, because it's uh, if you can't get it within 200, 225, because I don't know of a time that I've actually like stretched out to zero. Um, and but I've never had that happen. Never had that problem. That's what I was thinking too. I'm just now trying to there are plenty it. of homes that, you know, cause a lot of people in pressure wash and say, Oh, never park in the driveway. I okay. always park in the driveway. So that's something I shouldn't be doing. I, you want to, st- you, 
sometimes you'll want to stay away from it because even if you just spill a little bit of bleach and they don't want their driveway oh. done, but it's dirty, you're going to leave a clean spot. Um, <laughs> but sometimes you have to, I mean, like some of the homes I do, I mean, it's, it's like meandering through the forest to get to their house. You're not going to sit at the curb and do shit right? <laughs> unless you have 2000 feet of hose. Right. And so, you know, it's, um, yeah. So that extra you, little bit, you that, flex, that flexilla hose is like super, I've been looking at it. I've been staring at it every day in my Amazon, uh, cart. And I'm just like, I just, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to pull the trigger on it. It's just like, pull the trigger on it, dude. Yeah. You got to, because it's, it's really good hose. That, uh, um, the cure tech is good too, but I like the flexilla the best. Yeah. I, I was messing with the, Yeah. That's what, and I was looking at the poly braid stuff at like uh, a real king the other day. And I was like, man, this kind of seems kind of like super not flexible at all. I don't know if I want to do that with stuff. It. It's and it's not when it's, when it's nice and hot outside, it's very right. pliable. But um, other than that, it, it has a memory. So if, if it gets, if it gets cool or if, you know, or if it's, if say it's even raining enough to cool that plastic down, it it wants to stay in that rolled up position and it just gets yeah. to be a pain in the ass. I don't I don't want to have to deal with that. Can you downstream from can you put a downstream injector on a soft bar system? You could. Um I know or is that a Stacy question? No, you know Stacy Lawn Commander. Yeah. I ain't seen him. He and forever. I were talk, yeah. He and I talked to him from time to time on phone or text or whatever. And um I was talking to him about it and he's he's pretty kind of wicked smart when it comes to engineering and, and, you know, that kind yeah, he's of, he's a fabricator by trade. Yeah. He, he's a fabricator. And so he's like, Oh, cause I had the same question. He's like, yeah, you can. And, um, you know, you just do this and this and this. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have a fabrication shop, Stacy. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it, technically, yeah, it, it just oddly, um, there, what I did find is there are, I happen to remember that the injection systems for fertilizer, um, fertilizing in greenhouses, basically soft wash because it's just the pressure from your home, basically same shit that'd be going through your garden hose pressure. I was like, drawing. well, if that pressure, if, if, if those downstream injectors is basically what they are, will turn on to inject fertilizer. Right. At right. that low pressure, then technically it's going to turn on when I want it the downstream off of a 12 volt system. And I, that's kind yeah. of the road that I'm going down with this trailer build. Yeah. Because I was thinking like worst case scenario, you could like, even I was like, oh, man, if you can just like downstream for vinyl houses. And then if you had, if you was back, if you was batch mixing, if you had like your, like, like a roof wash or like a brick setup, and then you can just downstream for like houses. And it's like, Oh, wow. Like you can just throw the two, you know, put your dip tank and your other clean water tank and be good to go. And you can just, Dude, I've got, I've got my two systems, um, pretty set and I've flip flopped them back and forth a couple of times. What, what rides in my truck right now? Um, because it's a Tacoma, I, I, I have a, I have a seven foot full length bed on mine and that's rare, especially in the smaller Toyotas, um, and the Tacomas. Yeah. For some reason, I think you drive an F-150 though, uh, that. No, I had ago. one, but so, I got rid of that like almost two years ago. See, I'm I'm still behind. That was <laughs> that was a dope truck too, though. <laughs> I like. But it. um, I am um, shit. Now you may forget. Oh, it took home a bed. On in the bed. Um, what I have it set up as is if I um, 
if I have to, if I'm doing a driveway as well, which I used to hate doing them, I didn't give a damn about those things. And I still really don't. If somebody calls me for a house wash and they don't open their mouth about the driveway, I don't say anything about the driveway. I don't give a damn. <laughs> and, um, and so, and, and a lot of times, actually, you know, we talked about not cutting deals. I will cut a deal there though, as much as I hate doing them because I'm right. there and it's just, I'm not worried about the downstream injector going bad. I'm not worried about my, my 12 volt system going out or the battery dying. It's just turning the water on and going. Um, right. So, you know, if, if I feel like I need to squeeze a number, it's going to be there. And maybe that's at the same time. Maybe that's why I really don't want to do them. Um, it's my own psyche against myself in some way. But um, anyway, but if I know I have to do a driveway, which for some reason I'm doing a lot of right now, and it, it's it, every year it, there's more and more just driveways. The driveway is in the packet for the day. I take just the truck um, and that skid. Or if it, there is no driveways, I can swap skids where it's just a 12 volt system slotted up in there. Um, but it's also set up to where it, the, the 12 volt goes into the trailer real it's where it's it's home really is because that's where I have my DI system for the windows. So that's an says, open trailer. Yeah. So if somebody says I need my windows done. Okay. Bring in the trailer. So if I bring the truck and the trailer, I've basically have one, I have three systems I can wash with plus the um, um, DI system for the windows. Now you, you don't do interior window cleaning or not. Oh like yeah. That. Hell yes. I do too. Oh, see, I didn't know that. See, do you sell it by the, <clears throat> excuse me, do you sell it by the pain? Is that how you like? like by the window, I do it, I do it by the, by the window. Yeah. yeah by the yeah. whole window. Um, and, um, it, it's something I don't, again, I won't tell anybody I do windows, but if they ask about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's something that like, I just, and there are people that I told yeah. no to, too. If they you do windows, no. Right. <laughs> Cause I can look at the house and go, I don't want to mess with that shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. They, they, they ain't nothing wrong with there. All right, well, we're coming up on two hours. I give it a. I'll I'll let you go, and I want <clears throat> to eventually reach back out to you and have a actual live stream stuff like that. So if you want to leave the audience with anything now that uh, that we didn't t cover, didn't whatever, you're open to it. I think we pretty much went. I, th I think we pretty much covered it. And really do, but like I said earlier, um, you know. Just get out there and do you be, be honest, find common interest. And if you think you don't have common interest with high ticket people, go read something. Yeah. You know, these people have nice homes. That means nice architecture. You know, these people have nice cars. So read about, them. read about classic cars. Cause you'll run into them too. Like I just said, <laughs> I got to see Marilyn Monroe's Thunderbird today. Um, and, and, you know, things like that. And there's a lot of times that you, you may, you're going to be speaking with the woman of the house, man. So you, yes. you've got to find something that she's probably interested in, like gardening overall or paint colors. And you've got to find out each person is very different as to what they're concerned about too. So you got to be able to read these things. And before you know it, you're, you're not even talking about whatever it is you went there for. You're just your knowledge is is confirming to them that okay this this guy's not just somebody spraying water or just mowing my grass this guy is smart he's well-rounded he's educated even outside of his field um he's dressed clean truck may look like shit, and i'm not saying mine does i've got a real right. truck 
but don't be worried about the equipment and the vehicle you're driving. Make sure this is presented well and this and this is presented well. And I guarantee you'll get a lot of your jobs no matter how high you are. I love it. I and totally want to say. Well, yeah, I definitely 100% agree. So with that, go to Indigo Home Services on Instagram. All the links will be in the description below. I appreciate you guys. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit all the buttons. My dog has to go outside. Yeah, I'm out of here. I'll, I'll. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Hit all the buttons. Later. Peace. Later. And this is the part where I should be editing out, and it's probably going to be like a more bonus half. But did you get? <laughs> if they stuck out? in there for two hours, they deserve a bonus, if dude. They stuck in here for two hours, and the people stuck in, I'll probably maybe insert lost footage from the last one. That'd be like a three-hour video, so you know people would jump around. But I'm a. Are you going to bed or are you going to go jump on that, uh, what Will's got going on? I'm going to go jump in there. Plus, that, that estimate with the guy I was telling you about, about the hydraulic oil, I've got to sit here and do his estimate and email it to him. So, right I'm on. Be so, up. Well, I, I'll, I, see you, I'll see you over I can't Will's be at area. my job until 1030 in the morning, so I, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. You know, that's I'm the busy. thing with some people, with retired people with money. They don't want to be disturbed until they finish. I've been told, I've been told, coffee. can you come around 11 or noon? I've been told that quite a few times. So that's, I've been booking people around, around noon, around 10. 10 is where my mm. area is because it's still cool enough. But whenever I'm spraying water or spraying bleach, you know, hey, I don't get super, I mean, I'm not there all day. So it don't really even bother me to be the heat of the day, but we ain't even, in, we ain't even in the hot season yet. No, so. man, we haven't even come close to getting there. Yeah, we didn't even got close to. So, all right, I'll see you over Zoom. All right, man. In front of cab.